Hey, hey, welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast. I am Mike Gingrich, a business creative and a basketball fan. I'm weaving here together in this podcast to give you practical, no-nonsense resources on social media, business marketing, leadership, and life. Why do I do that? Because the adjustments you can make at halftime can help your business win the game in the second half. You ready to go? Let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, this is Mike with another Halftime Mike podcast episode. Glad to be with you here again today. And um, I am I'm finishing up a, a a green smoothie. Now, this is my own concoction. If you're if you're watching me on camera here, I got the I got the Google uh, Keep It Cold um, cup here. I, I make my own smoothies here. I kind of gotten into you know some uh, clean uh, eating, and um, I got uh, let's see spinach in there i've got avocado i've got almond milk um, i've got a touch of uh, pure organic vanilla extract and um, i've got some um, organic all veggie protein powder in there as well so mix it all up with that uh, it's a half of avocado if you're if you're looking for that and um it gives me about uh, two and a half glasses fulls, you know, so, and those are about 12 ounce, 13 ounce glasses. So um, that's what I'm drinking here, and uh, it gears me up, it wires me up, I'm ready to go. And today, I'm excited to take a look at a topic that uh, I think is too often overlooked, uh, confusing, and but for your small business, for your marketer, they need to understand the value of call to actions on their website. CTAs, call to action, and uh, this is you know a, a way where you are calling the visitor to take an action which you have uh, predetermined is going to be helpful for your business. Okay, you want them to to move forward. You want them to do what you want them to do while they're on your website. And I think that um, when you look at too many websites today, particularly small business websites. Um, they're they're overlooking this fact. They're overlooking this factor. The contact form is not a good call to action. All right, that is not enough. That's just a basic page where people can contact you. But what we're talking about is uh, call to actions within your website, and particularly, I want to take a look at the value of a call to action within a blog post. And uh, why do I talk about that? Is because again, you go back to my digital marketing funnel and my book there, Game Plan for Social Media Lead Generation, at the top of the funnel, and this is why it goes even beyond social media or, or my unique take, I should say that you know, a lot of people talk about social media marketing, social media lead generation, um, but my unique area, which, which I've written the book on, is that you weave it together with a great content marketing strategy. So that starts on your website. And... Um, your website has got to have great content. Okay, so just envision the funnel before you again. So at the top of the funnel, you've got a great piece of content on your website that is resource-rich. It's about something of value to uh, visitors, to social media people. You share that on social media, and people engage with that. They click on the link on social media. They come back to your website. They read this great article. Boom. That's where you need to have that call to action within your blog post. All right, and uh, why is that? Is because, as I've said before, that majority of people do not come back to your website after visiting it. There's there's a significant drop off 
that can be up to 70% do not visit. If they've seen what they want, then that's it. So that's your one time. What are you going to do with them while they're there? And I'm saying you need to capture them. You need to offer them something. We need to get them involved so that we have an opportunity to stay in touch with them ongoing, uh, particularly with those stats that say they're not coming back too often. So uh, that's what we want to talk about today is, you know, the what, why, and how, got back here on the whiteboard of call to actions on your website. And um, that's that's a little bit of the, of the what. It should be something that is simple, something that offers value, and something that you can integrate with a email nurture strategy. Okay, those three things. So simple means that that call to action within is is going to be unobtrusive, but it's going to get in front of them and be clear. So how do you do that? How do you be unobtrusive, but yet be clear and in front of them? Okay, uh, you, you can do that pretty much in two ways, and you may do both of these. Okay, so the one is like a call to action within the blog post itself. So at the at the end, there might be a um, a image or a form. Uh, that, that goes on a call out that, that is the call to action to take them onto a next piece of content. Or it might be using a pop-up or a widget that pops up on the site itself at a certain point in time after a certain time period or on exit intent, that type of thing, which gives the call to action, invites, shares the resource, invites them to enter in. Now, I'm, I'm recommending that you keep those simple. So it should be a click, and but to get the access to that call to action. That's the beauty of it. That's your lead capture. You want to capture name and email address. All right, name and email address. So, um, you know, that's that's the what. You want to you have the call to action that it, it has some relevance to what the blog post was about, uh, you know, and but it is something that um, helps you go further with getting in touch with them and offer something of value. So so the call to action must be resource rich. And it can be a ebook, it can be some type of uh, video, it can be um it, if you're B2C it can be a discount code. Um but what is the call to action? What is it that you want to offer them? It, it can't be like this massive image, you know, like an infographic doesn't work as a call to action. It, it's too much. We're just trying to say um here's a special offer for you. It is X, Y, and it can do Z. You know, click here or enter your name and email address to access this now. If they click, you're taken to a landing page where they still give you their name and email address. You always want to get the name and email address because that's your lead capture on that. So what can a call to action um, do? And, um, you know, so let's let's go. It can get a reader more involved to you, more connected to you. So, so. They've come over, they saw that piece of content, they're on your website, they're reading that content, and now you've taken them one step further to offer this free resource so that they get added to a list and you can email Nurture stay up with them even if they don't come back to your website. Okay. Um, now remember, the call to action cannot just be on a sidebar. Okay. Those are, those are peripheral pieces there. The sidebar on a blog is peripheral. It's not going to be enough to capture attention. And um, it it basically has the opportunity to enter them into the funnel further. Okay. Now, um, 
there's another way to go about this as well that is a the value of a call to action in your blog post that is multi-tiered okay so you might want to lead them down a path let's say you shared a great piece of content via social media that's from your website somebody clicks through and facebook comes and reads that post in the midst of that is a call to action that is step one and that is hey if you liked this then you also will probably like this click over to see that one that takes them to another blog post maybe it's something you've written before right but it's related it's helpful it builds upon expands upon what they were reading before so then they're in that one and at that one is the place where at the end of it um, you know you have the pop-up that invites them to sign up for the ebook. All right, so that's kind of a one-two strategy, and the value of a one-two strategy is that uh, it can increase your web traffic because you're getting them to more pages on your site. It can increase time on site, uh, getting them to to more of your content, and spending some more minutes there. Uh, and it it also increases the chances of them wanting to share both posts on social media if they've. Um, you know, interacted with them, and if you've got social media sharing buttons on there, and uh, that can have a higher, you know, trust factor, so that they're ready when that ebook comes to say, "I want this content because uh, this is helpful stuff here." So, and that can help grow your email list. So, that's you know what we're talking about when we want to talk about CTAs, call to action. Um, they're they're needed, of course. You know, we're using on on. My sites, you know, Digital Hill Tab site, Mike Ingrich, Waftio. I am um, using a mixture. Uh, typically, always I have Waftio on there. That's our uh, call to action tool, Waftio.com, W A F T I O. And uh, it, it gives you the widget and the pop up options there. Um, it can also do the uh, form embed it's on a page, a landing page. So you can create all those kind of things with Waftio. And uh, integrates with MailChimp and FusionSoft and, you know, the constant contact, the basics there. So you can get them into your lead nurture list right away. Um, you, you need those pieces there to help you not just provide good content, okay? So I think that many times people who are getting into content marketing start at the top of the funnel and don't go any further, okay? We, we need to integrate these pieces, and, and that weakest link is typically lead capture, and the reason it's the weakest link is because there's a failure to use call to actions. So I'm trying to, to make that simple for you and r help you understand the need for those pieces. And, um, you know, the call to action, again, is to some type of resource of value, some type of next step of value, some type of offer of value. It's not your product. It's not buy now. It is something that builds trust, that gets them on a list, that helps you nurture and build trust with them further so that you are top of mind and they've had their questions answered when they are ready to purchase. Okay, And uh, again, m multiple ways you can do that. It varies based on your industry, your focus, who your audience is, of what's going to be of value. Um, but we're not talking about you know d direct selling of your product at this point in time we're talking about something that's related a next step offer of value and um, again because we're trying to get them we're recognizing people come over to the website they're evaluating us right then they may not come back so how can we get them to go a little bit deeper how can we get them to stay on the site a little longer how can we um, 
get their email address? How can we get them so we can contact them another way? So these are all key things that are important to do in that whole funnel game plan for social media lead generation that I talk about there of moving people from you know aware of you to uh, engaging with you and trusting you to a lead that you can nurture to ultimately you know then being able to offer them something specific uh, for for that purchase price and, and that usually is not going to come via social media it's not um, it's going to come more through email the direct offers after the nurture so I, I think that's another topic for another time but uh, that's what I want to cover today is uh, the value of a call to action and particularly the call to actions in your web content, your blog post, that, that uh, top of the funnel type resource there. So begin thinking of ways you can weave them in. Um, it can be you know, an image that goes to the landing page um, that, so that it's a link that goes to more content. You might do the one-two approach. You might um, do the, the, the single approach where it's the pop-up box on that piece of content. The goal, again, take care of those seven points of contact that it takes before somebody's ready to um, know you enough, trust you enough to be ready to purchase from you. Okay, That's what the studies show. It's going to take that seven points of contact for them to have what they need to, to want to make that decision to go with you. So take a look at those pieces. Take a look at your website now. Evaluate your call to actions. What are you doing? How are you doing that? Um, you know, maybe you've started with great content, but you're you're missing that call to action. How can you weave those in in your regular content mix? And where do they go? And what are they going to do? Think through that strategy. Okay, so that's what I wanted to cover today. I got to finish up my uh, green smoothie now. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Again, if there's any questions about this, come on over to MikeEngrich.com and fill out the contact form there. Uh, all the podcasts are there under MikeEngrich.com slash blog slash podcast. And uh, check it out. My aim to be a resource to you so that uh, you can go further online with your digital marketing. This is Mike. Take care. Over and out. Alrighty, thanks for listening to this episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast. Remember, what you do in the second half is the outcome of the game for your business. What's the next step you need to take today to act on? Does your business need website software tools or social media help? Come on over and visit me at MikeEnglish.com. I'm also available if you want me to speak at your next event. Visit MikeEnglish.com slash speaking to learn more. Join me again for another episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast because I am your no-nonsense guy adding value to you to help you win the game in the second half.